Shevin's Unplugged, your favorite talk show, just in podcast form. We got games, we got news, we got everything you need, and we're starting right now. And welcome, welcome, welcome to the Shevin's Unplugged podcast. What is happening, folks? With me, your host, Gavin the Chef Cook. Zachary Robbie. Brendan. That's what I like to hear. You guys are just great. Um, Zach's going to have an issue where he forgets to talk into the mic this podcast. I can see it already. Yep. Honestly, don't worry, guys. I'll just take a <laughs> chomp out of it now. Don't chomp out of it. You just I'll literally sit, just t- I'll turn sit it this towards as long you. as I can. You don't have to sit like that. It, it, it doesn't make noise when you turn the mic. <laughs> okay. Um, so, what have you guys been up to? Before we dig into our topic, because this is going to get heavy. Real fast. What have you guys been up to? Like, you having fun? You having fun? Finals week? No. No. No, I'm not. Consensus is no. Depressed. I agree. Yeah, no. Uh, I stayed up till 2 a.m. working on one of my finals. Oh, gross. I, uh, I'm also not having fun. Oh, and then I got home and my roommate hit me with a, yeah, I need to work on my paper real quick. And kicked you out of the room? Sad face. Uh, they make study rooms for a reason, people. Um... <laughs> Yeah, well, no need to fear. Shut-ins is here. You know, I want everyone to have a good time. We're going to talk about some fun stuff. Might have some hot takes. But uh, we are going to be talking about Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Uh, We're going to talk about our thoughts, uh, maybe get some theories, opinions, hot takes, whatever. Um, With that being said, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen the film yet, uh, please do see it before watching this podcast um or listening to it if you're on spotify and with that being said you guys ready to jump, jump in yes sir all right initial thoughts oh. zach oh me okay um i like the movie a lot um it's one of those things where like i, I went into it really excited for it and i thought it was going to underwhelm me at the time it did not underwhelm me at all i actually loved it a lot but after after seeing it, I definitely see flaws in the movie that I didn't see it. Yeah. See when I was in there. Um, so like overall, really good movie, and I recommend it. What about you, Robbie? Uh, I thought it was pretty good. I think I expected a lot more from it, like going into it. Uh, it didn't hit me as hard emotionally as I thought it would. Um, and I thought some of the pacing throughout the movie, especially the set and like the second act, was like really bad. Yeah. Um, there was just a lot of stuff that I thought could have been taken out and trimmed it. Runtime like that down like at least twenty minutes, but yeah. overall I thought it was pretty good. Namor was great. Yeah. yeah, I agree. For me, Namor was really the standout of the movie. Uh, but first half of the movie was amazing. I'd say the first, honestly, three quarters of the movie was really good, and I was really enjoying it. But I just kept losing interest, like Robbie said, near the end. But overall, I, it's a solid movie. I think it's a worthy successor to the original Black Panther for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty much in the same boat. Um, I really enjoyed it when I like saw it and like, I was like, man, this is 10 out of 10, you know, perfect. But then, you know, after the hype died down a little bit, post me seeing it, I had time to think more. Like I realized some of the flaws, uh, pacing, stuff like that, like just minor issues I had with like even some of the dialogue. But, um, for the most part, like I genuinely enjoyed it. Like I thought it was really good though. Um, not, a ba- not like a bad film by any means at all, especially given, 
Marvel's had like shaky films over the past year or two. And uh but overall like I genuinely enjoyed it. It was like I don't know. I think it was a great way to go about the situation given the circumstances of like with Chadwick Boseman's death and whatnot and like where the Black Panther franchise can go. Um well I think we all had the same opinion. Namor was great. Let's talk about that for a minute. Oh, so, yeah. <clears throat> uh, you know, the comics, Namor is an Atlantean. Uh, pretty much everything else about him, like, from the film is pretty comic accurate, give it, except for, like, where he's from and, like, his traditional background and whatnot. Uh, he's a mutant, which we find out in the film, which is great, uh, especially since Kevin Feige himself confirmed it. Because there's been situations where people called themselves something in Marvel, and that's not what they are. But um, I genuinely think that uh, Tanakh did a really good job, like in the role. Um, he really made a character that feels more like an antihero than a villain per se, because you really side with him throughout the whole film. And that's another one of the things I love about the Black Panther movies is now that there's two of them, both films, you relate to the villain so deeply. To where part of you is like you feel conflicted on which side you're agreeing with. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I can totally agree there. Uh, his motives were def very compelling, and uh, I think they're setting him up because, like, due to like the universal rights stuff, they can't make yeah. any solo projects. But same with I, Hulk. Yeah, I yeah. definitely feel like he's gonna be a really big supporting character going forward, especially in like the next arc of the MCU. And this is a really like good. Solid debut for him. Oh yeah, I agree. Like especially um, earlier this year, like we saw uh, the Illuminati in Doctor Strange too. I feel like that's something that they're gonna set up a lot going into like uh, Secret Wars, like in a few years, where uh, we might start to see more and more characters come together and be like, hey, uh, these incursion things are not very good, so we should probably like form a bunch of like powerful heroes together and like actually like make things not or like talk about things like yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah, yeah. all right i'll lose Word. all right so <laughs> uh i like so our man kukul khan uh he Kukur did he, i love him he's, a, he's such a great villain i was see i want what you know you listener slash watcher i'll point at the mic and i'll point at the camera um i was gonna be so 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 angry if they killed him off yeah because yeah. marvel just likes to just kill everybody <laughs> for like with most of the characters we're like oh he can't kill people that's wrong and everyone and it always ends up dying anyway yeah like the villains weird. still die for yeah. some reason so like especially a character like this who's a lot of potential to keep going and like i think the strongest when he returns learning from his like like tony stark learning from his mistakes kind of yeah. thing um i'm was, i'm actually really happy to see we're gonna get more of him they're setting yeah. him up to be an even bigger threat uh later on uh and that's really where I'm at on this because I mean yeah. I don't I, I think I, I think it might have been Robbie after I saw the movie was talking about I was like I'm just glad they didn't kill him yeah, yeah there was this there was this scene near the end like the final battle and they had that giant explosion oh yeah and I was I was so I was about to walk out of the theater oh yeah I was I, so angry I looked over and I see Brendan like visibly tense up when she did like the Wakanda forever and it blew up like I visibly saw him go. <laughs> yeah, I did the exact same thing. I, I said under my breath, I'm like, you better not do that. Like, I, I, that would have made me so mad. Uh, no, I I really agree with that. Like, uh, I like how Robbie brought up the Illuminati because in the comics, obviously, Namor is a part of the Illuminati. 
and um, the whole purpose of the Illuminati not being comic accurate in Doctor Strange was because it was a whole multiverse aspect and whatnot. And I think why not make the main Marvel universe the most comic accurate they can with the, the Illuminati? Because like it's we're gonna get a Reed Richards one day. You know we already have Namor. Uh, we'll probably have some form of Professor X whenever the X-Men get involved, no matter what the rumors are, whether it's James McAvoy or someone new. Um, but, like, I think it's a like it's a great idea to see where he's going, and it's rumored that they're trying to get some form of solo project with him, um, which they can work around it if they just team him up with someone. Um, like, they could probably do a project that's about... Like, they could literally just name it after the city he's from, and then that's the Namor solo project, and get away with it. Because, like, literally the whole issue is, like, branding. Yeah. Like, how they put him front and center, if they put his name on it all, you know? And so that's easy way to get around it. Same with, like, how they had a whole Bruce Banner story arc and She-Hulk, stuff like that. But um, let's... Let's talk, like, future things, because that's what a lot of this movie was. It's a lot of, like, looking forward. It's a... Uh, even like with the whole Namor aspect, his whole thing was like looking forward for the protection of his people. Uh, same with Wakanda; they don't—they're trying to find out what their next steps are. And um, we got a big reveal at the end, you know, uh, two big reveals technically. Um, when Shuri just leaves Wakanda and goes to Haiti, um, we find out that Mbaku. we find out that Mbaku becomes king of Wakanda you know it's funny you say Dr. Doom because I saw the worst fan made video on TikTok the other day it's like uh, it was like fan reaction to seeing Dr. Doom in Wakanda forever and I'm sitting there like he wasn't in there I was like I saw the movie I was like, and I remember us being mad at Ben and Robbie for staying behind and watching all of the credits so this loser <laughs> and our other friend Ben, who if you uh, listen to the podcast that we do in the other room behind us, like the online podcast, uh, that Ben, they told us explicitly, <laughs> yeah, there's no end credit scene after the first one. Okay, they had posters put up yeah. that posters. said no. There's most one of us Googled it. Scene. I'm pretty sure both Ben and Robbie. Googled it. They're like, nah, nah. I rode with Robbie in in the car. <laughs> Robbie said, "Yeah, there's only one mid credit scene." And these guys like, "What did they lie to us? What I don't did they lie?" Because you're stupid. They're probably anyway, sitting you, there you and they're know. giggling. Like, <laughs> they're probably so mad right now. I hate yeah, both of them. I, I think it, I think it was because um, we wanted to see what like they said it like because you know how like some of yeah a lot of Marvel movies they have like the instinct or like blank will return. So we wanted to. Is, we didn't know if it was going to say Namor or Black Panther. And so that was what we wanted to see. It's just that it said Black Panther. Yeah. Um, well, with that being said, let's, let's discourse then with Black Panther will return. Because now we're stuck between a rock and a hard place knowing who the Black Panther is after this film. Because it looks like Shuri retires, essentially, right? You know, looks like she gives up her birthright and just leaves Wakanda. Or at least that's what it looks like. Um, you know, and Baku becomes king, which typically by Wakandan culture and heritage that makes him the new black panther but there's like a lot of discourse debate and all that going on with it and so i want to know your guys' thoughts on that so the way i kind of took it is that shuri is like gone through like so much crap like she's lost like every like she lost her dad in civil war she lost uh t'challa at the beginning of the movie to a sickness which they never specify it what the i think 
we all kind of know what happened. And then yeah, uh, Ramonda dies in the movie to Namor, uh, like driven like some like water grenade things. I never knew what those were called. But water, Magic uh, water balloons. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think she just like didn't want to like rule anymore. Um, because like I don't think she has any desire to. Yeah. And look, uh, she never wanted to to begin with. Yeah, because like she's the scientist and just kind of wants to fight. And then, but like now, uh, Mbaku is like a better leader. Because yeah. He's he's more the. He's Mbaku. He's Mbaku. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we saw we saw what happened when yeah we saw what happened when they regrouped on the mountain and he was in there talking. They don't call him king. <laughs> They called him Kukulkan. <laughs> Umbaku is the hardest character in Marvel history. No, just saying. <laughs> so we know I'm just we know I'm big Umbaku guy. Yes. And so like, I my okay. I don't have an issue with Shuri being the Black Panther. I was just upset because the actress making such a stink like during the whole production process and setting them back a few months. That made me upset. Yeah. And my whole idea was like, how are you gonna like? Be so picky when you, this is the biggest bag you'll ever chase in your life. <laughs> yeah, I, I will want to say on the terms of being an Mbaku fan, there's a point in the movie to where, you know, <laughs> Namor just punches, oh my just punches like the, the, the chest armor of Mbaku. And for a split second, I thought they just split Mbaku's chest open. That's what I was like thinking. And, and like I for a split second, that's what I thought happened. So I look over, I'm like, dude, Gavin's going to be so mad. So I look down, like excited to see Gavin, like... But no, but no, he he was all good, ready. To I was go. like in the mix of like shock, and I was just like, no, no, they didn't kill him like that, no. And like you know, meanwhile, I'm holding Brendan's arm, just squeezing the life out of it, just yeah. freaking out on the inside. Uh, <laughs> no, but like um, I don't know. I think I'd be fine with either as Black Panther, honestly. Like I'm over the whole throwing a hissy fit during production thing now. Mm-hmm. Movie's out. It was a good movie. I'm over that part now, so, like, I'm fine with Shuri as Black Panther. Like, it worked really well in the film. Uh, another, th- like, big thing to me was, like, how it came to be. Like, e- up until the exact point that she puts on the suit, she did not want it. You know, like, her whole thing is, like, we can do this without the Black Panther. You know, no superpowers needed, even though this dude can hopscotch on air. <laughs> I, I don't think she wanted it until Namor killed her mom. Yeah. At that because, like, in... One of the biggest reveals of the movie is when she takes the herb and then she goes down into the ancestral plane. So and then hard. she thinks that it's her mom or T'Challa, but it's actually Killmonger. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan. And. Because you see who you most relate to, right? Yeah. That's what it is? Yeah. And because she took it because she wants vengeance and not because she's like wanting to help people. Exactly. And that's why she saw it. Uh, and then they have like this whole like spiel about revenge and all that other stuff. Dude, the theater gasp from Killmonger's show. Oh, yeah. That went so, like, I... I, I was I so happy. I was like, so happy, like, going into that just unspoiled. Yeah. Because yeah, that, was, that, was, that was by far like, the biggest reveal of the well, movie. Because, like, it was, right. it was similar... Like, it had a similar reaction to, like, when, like, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire... It's like when... Cat- similar. Like, in my, at least my first experience, people were like, oh! People just gasped. But, like, but, but, like I feel like, so it's like everybody knew. But the fact that we didn't know... It made it so much cooler. Yeah, I would have never expected yeah. Killmonger to show up. For me, that that theater reaction wasn't like as big as the Spider Man like showing up. Mm-hmm. It was it was for me it was more akin to like John Krasinski Reed Richards. 
showing yeah, up Doctor Strange. Yeah, or like when Captain America picked up Mjolnir. Yeah. I just had some really lame... Yeah, I, I was... <laughs> yeah, yeah like, I was the gonna th- say that before yeah. Zach made that horrible analogy. Yeah, like, the, the theater that, um, I think... I don't think you guys were with us, but, like, that Ben and I and a bunch of other people went last year to go watch uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Our theater was, like, screaming, like, yeah. cheering. Whatever Andrew... Yeah, like, Toby came on and people started getting up and clapping. Oh, yeah, that's like, exactly what happened I, in our theater. I mean, clear... My reaction was I wanted to, like, pick up the theater seat and break it in half out of excitement. My theater was just like, oh, cool. And I was just like, I was like, that was my reaction to Daredevil. And you guys are telling yeah. me this is your reaction to Tobey Maguire wait, and Andrew Garfield on wait, screen? Time out. Y'all didn't freak out when you saw Matt Murdock? No, I, I wanted was, to. I, I freaked out, too. I, I didn't, like, I didn't, like, 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 jump. Like, yeah, I didn't, like, I jump was, up or anything, like, but, like, I was just like, I was like, yeah. Yo! <laughs> I, I kind of had it spoiled for me. I saw a lot of spoilers. I was like, okay, he's going to get it. So I knew. So I'm like, oh, cool. Okay, well, now I know for sure now. But, yeah. like, let's get back to Black Panther. We're talking about Spider-Man. We are yeah. fools. Yeah. But, no, like, I know what you mean. Because, like, that was that was pivotal. Like, I remember me and Robbie in the car on the way there. We were just talking about, like, what we think is going to happen. And Robbie goes, I think we're going to see Killmonger. And I was like, how? And he goes, Ancestral Plane. And like yeah. he didn't like even go into further detail. He just he just goes. I think that's the only way we're gonna see Robbie's Killmonger. Well, like because it was, I pretty much had, I I didn't know for like a hundred percent sure, but it was pretty obvious that Shuri was gonna be Black Panther. Yeah. And her suit. I mean, Lego tra- leaked it. Yeah, Lego <laughs> leaked it. And in the trailers, it's like a gold suit. So I was like, okay, if like when she goes into the ancestral plane, they're not gonna do like an AI T'Challa. No, like deep fake. And I expected I, like Ram, like Ramonda when that happened. I didn't really see that because I already kind of had an, an idea as well that Ramonda was going to die based on the trailers. Yeah, like, the trailer really just like puts an X on her back. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's pretty obvious that that's like where it's going. Um, and then I I don't know at that point I was just like it kind of seems like it's going to be Killmonger. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, like that was exciting. Like I genuinely enjoyed that, and like Michael B. Jordan loves the franchise, and like yeah. even he himself was like, if they didn't kill me, like I would still be around. <laughs> and like he loved it so much that like he voiced Killmonger in What If yeah. because he enjoyed it yeah. so much. I wonder what a uh, Daniel Kaluuya is doing in uh, Black Panther because w- Wakabi wasn't in the movie. Yeah, they um didn't they say that like his character was like shunned from Wakanda or something like that for. Some, oh, yeah, I saw something yeah, like that. Something like that. And uh, I know that Daniel Kaluuya is like, oh, yeah, when the next, when the time comes around, he goes, I'm back. He goes, yeah. I, I'll come back for anything. And yeah. so, like, I'm I, excited I, for that. Yes, I think he was filming Nope. Yeah, that's when it was. Around the same time. And he got bulky for Nope. Yeah. Like, I, was, I rewatched the first Black Panther before seeing Wakanda Forever. And, like, seeing Daniel Kaluuya, I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I was like, but Nope just came out. And that dude's, like, stocky now, like, like, he just jacked now all of a sudden. But, um, no, like, I I think overall, like, the whole where not even just Wakanda, but, like, where the MCU's going with, like, these smaller stories in the midst of this whole, like, multiverse thing, uh, I think there's a lot of, like, intriguing, like, real, like, political dives that are going to happen. And I think it's a really interesting thing that I'm curious to see because... Something I wish we had gotten just a tiny bit more of in, like, No Way Home was the legal aspect of Peter's problems going on. And so I think this is, like, our way of us going to get it, especially, like, with She-Hulk being a successful lawyer show. Daredevil coming back, obviously. In uh, She-Hulk, in the Daredevil episode, they just 
drop that the Sokovia Accords are revealed. And yeah. they had, like, All two casual. movies based on that. Yeah. Because we got... Uh, yeah, because, I mean, Civil War was the reason why, like, everything went to hell about it, you yeah. know? Yeah. And so, um, like, that's big stuff. And so, like, I think Secret Invasion is going to be another one of those. Like, you know, it's supposed to be, like, an espionage spy thing going on. I think we're also going to get, like, the political aspect of it all. Like, we'll probably get, a, like, a deeper look into why the Sokovia Accords were dropped other than, you know, the obvious we need superheroes. But um, it's intriguing nonetheless given Captain Marvel is – or not Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel – is supposed to be happening similar time, linear essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, was it before Miss Marvel? Was it post Miss Marvel? You know, like, it could have been something dealing with the fact that they were hunting a 16 year old girl in the middle of yeah. uh, New Jersey. Um, and so, like, I think this is a really in- like interesting step that Black Panther is leading us towards for like a whole worldwide look at like how super able people are viewed. Especially with Namor, like, he kind of sort of just made himself known and, like, made his people known right there by starting all this. Yeah, and there's yeah. definitely something that they're going to be covering in Thunderbolts, which is why yeah. you obviously have the Valentina tie-in. Yeah. Which, not not really a big fan of that part, like, that story arc of the movie, but I think it was necessary to just set up that next arc. Agreed. Yeah. Which yeah. Is like, I wanted to dig into that, too, so sorry to yeah. interrupt. No, you're fine. But, like, uh, obviously dealing with super-abled people, uh, Thunderbolts... Uh, also sets up mutants in the future. Obviously, yep. that is a huge mutant plot line. Huge, like that is basically the whole X Men's thing uh, is politically driven motives towards superheroes. But also, there's a lot of vibranium talk. Yeah, and yeah. I've seen a lot of theories going around online that uh, this next, like you know, Earth saga, not the cosmic saga, is probably going to be delving a lot into like vibranium. Who gets it? All that sort of stuff, and I think I think that's a like I said like that's a very like interesting way to go about it because like uh, for example like one of my favorite comic storylines is this one where Deadpool meets like this dying either old woman or just old man and the only thing that the doctors could use to save them is vibranium and so Deadpool like travels to Wakanda and tries to steal just a tiny smidge of vibranium to save that person. And it turns into this whole thing where, you know, T'Challa pulls a T'Challa and, like, talks about the morals of it, talks about uh, why it's wrong, why his people are the rightful inheritors of it, and whatnot. And, like, that could be done, like, in any shape or form. Like, it doesn't even have to be Deadpool, you know? And, like, that's a very interesting way to look at it because there are people out there that are probably going to have, like, a justifiable reason to want vibranium to be public, but there's a whole moral aspect given people are going to want to make a weapon. You know, what, what's the doctor going to do with it once it's done, once he's done using it? You know, is he going to just throw it in the trash can for some criminal to find? Um, and so it's a very unique aspect. And um, talking about, you know, leading up to the future of it with um, M'Baku being king and whatnot, let's talk about that mid-credits and just go even further into the future. We're just talk, so we're just so we're talking about the the kid who you know young Shala. Is, yeah. yeah, I can't get over that. Me and our buddy Dane. Oh my each other gosh! Said, in my his name is Victor Von Doom. Because <laughs> like out of and what's your Wakanda name? What's your Wakanda? Oh, Von Doom. <laughs> oh, I'm I, I'm really excited for it because it really it sets up like the future of yeah. 
Because um, I mean, because in Doctor Who, then we kind of get Black Panther back. Okay, you can kind of see where they're going to go with it. We can yeah. get the o- OG I mean, back in a weird Secret way. Secret Wars is probably going to happen. Timelines are probably going to get all yeah. screwed up, and we're going to get new actors, Black Panther. I, I yeah. think that Secret Wars is going to be like a, yeah, thanks. Uh, Secret Wars is going to be like a soft reboot for the MCU. Because that's when they're going to, like, I think, go really hard on, like, mutants. And that's kind of what it was in the comics, too. Yeah. And, like, it's a smart way to go about things, given we need a Miles Morales. Yeah. Or at least we will soon, given Tom Holland's not going to do this forever. No. By the time we get finished with his next trilogy, Tom Holland's going to be in his mid-30s. And that's the perfect time to bring in a teenager to play Miles Morales yeah. and take over the mantle, let Tom stick around for his first movie and be his Tony Stark and train him, whatever, and then, you know, kill him. <laughs> kill him or something like that. I don't know. But I think Secret Wars being like a soft reboot is the perfect way to go about it because what are we going to do with Morgan Stark also? You know, yeah, that she's bound to follow in her father's footsteps or at least something adjacent, you know, whether it's being a sword member or becoming the next iron girl or whatever. There's, that's the fun part about the comics is there's a plethora of characters that you can take and they can revamp or twist around a little bit and make work, you know, Namor being one of them. Um, I think for the most part, like, you know, they made whiplash an Iron Man villain. They made him kind of cool. And so, that's one of the best parts about it is like I'd say I mean I guess they're close to the same age close ish Morgan and uh, young T'Challa are close to the same age I think Morgan's a little, I'd be a little bit older yeah because there's like a time skip after in Wakanda forever it's like a year it's probably yeah. years older than yeah I'd um, say she's like if he's six she's probably like eight or nine yeah I'd say so probably closer to like ten yeah, yeah. which is like close enough you yeah. know um, you know, I mean, we also got uh, Kate Bishop, we got yeah. Scar, we got Ironheart, we got Cassie Lang, we got the Scarlet. Uh, whoa, why, why do I say it? Uh, we got Wicked and, Wicked and Speed. 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 Uh, so, and technically, yeah. we still have the Scarlet Witch. And, and, and yeah. We're supposed to be getting. We're supposed to be getting Wicked and Speed in the Agatha uh, House. Of, yeah, there's supposed been, to get Hulkling too, supposedly. Yeah. That's a rumor, at least. I, I don't, I don't know about speed, but I know Wiccan yeah, people I, I know are saying that he got cast. Because the descriptions that they put out for like a casting thing was like to a T, describing Wiccan and Hulkling. Yeah. And so I'm curious what why they're gonna do with it. Like, why would we be doing Hulkling when Scar is right there? I, I don't know. That's, see, that's my it's thing. It's like I don't, I, I really don't. My thing is like they want to have that whole. Uh, like their whole couple, like their whole relationship thing brought brought up and like about it, which great idea because they are a great couple in the comics oh, yeah. and yeah. like it makes for good stories, but like forcing Hulkling into the story is going to be weird. Whereas Wiccan, they could do so easily. Like, you know, yeah. Scarlet Witch could show up and be like, hey, where's my a, kids? had a whole movie and an entire TV series to build up to like Wiccan and Speed. Exactly. Yeah. And so like, you know, Wanda could show up and be like, hey, where's my kids? And Agatha would be like, remember, they don't exist. But look, I grabbed this one from a different dimension. You know? And that would even make more sense than just being like, oh, this is his boyfriend, by the way. Just make Scar gay. They could do that, though. Nobody's going to care. I won't. I will say, because, like, Hulkling's a scroll, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, like, I mean, maybe we're gonna get something with secret, secret invasion, invasion? secret invasion. Yeah, See, no, that's smart. There has been rumors about uh, Hulkling and secret invasion, uh, but I don't, I don't, I. Because I, if they're gonna set it up, possible. That's the, the, you know, the thing with all the scrolls. That seems like the best place possible to set them up. You know yeah. what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, Amelia Clark. Like, Secret Invasion, I think, is going to be an interesting setup to uh, the Marvels. I missed her. Uh, it, are we talking about, like, Phase 5 now, pretty much? Like, just, yeah. We can talk, yeah, we can talk about the future of it, because that's yeah, kind of what I wanted to go into with this, is because, you know, there's so much so much movie, yet so little giant future things to talk about with Wakanda Forever. So, yeah. like, I figured we'd jump into, like, what's next? Uh, yeah. Thoughts? So, like, stuff like that. In a, so, now, like, in February, in, like, what, like, two months now, pretty much? We get, yeah. Like, we get, Give or take. In, we get Ant-Man Quantumania. And Kang is obviously the big bad of that movie. And it's going to be the first, like, uh, big time that he's, like, a villain. Other than, like, in Loki, where that yeah. was, like, a Diet Kang. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Diet it Kang. was just Kang, but the, it's I mean, Kang, but without all the extra calories. Variant of Kang. Yeah, he was. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, uh, this is this is why I exist, and uh, you will see me in like other the next like <laughs> full Kang. You will, see but me only for half a whole the calories. Seven years, yeah. a full phase of Marvel movies. And I think Quantumania is the most interesting movie that's coming out in the next like year or two for Marvel, because one thing I think that people haven't really been talking about with the quantum realm being a big thing is what's like going to be the time jump after like after the movie oh you're yeah. right yeah like scott went down there he woke up when he came out it's yeah it's like an hour is a year like so an hour in the quantum realm is a year in like real time so like how long are they down there because everything that takes place in phase five could take place during quantum mania oh yeah um well e well not even just phase five phase five, phase five and six because the end of Quantum Media is going to be like the beginning of King Dynasty. Yeah, or so, the you know, or you know, flip the other way around too. Like for them, they could be down there for months yeah. in the Quantum Realm, and Wakanda Forever could have just happened as they come out, and they're just like they're they're different people, but they're in the same world only thirty seconds later. Well, you know, I'm like so no, so yeah. So, so actually, no. no, um, I think. Oh crap! What was I going to say? Um, it's gonna yeah, the end like, of the end of Ant Man yeah. is going yeah. to be King um, Dynasty. The so the the end of uh, I, I read somewhere that uh, Quantum Mania takes place like just after Wakanda Forever ends, um, and basically everything that happens in King Dynasty is just gonna set up, or everything that happens in Quantum Mania will set up King Dynasty and Secret Wars. Because, yeah, that makes uh, sense. I think the kind of how I think that movie is gonna play out is that. Ant-Man's going to get stuck in the quantum realm. Yeah. And then Kang is going to escape, and then that's going to, like, start the whole, like, him conquering worlds and stuff. Um, because, like, I think one of the, like, the big setup for that movie is going to be him getting his time ship. Like, in yeah. his army is going to, like, be a big thing now. Um, but, I don't know, do you guys have any other thoughts on... Uh, I'm Kang? just, like... I'm just confused. Like, how do you make King, like, a consistent threat, like, throughout the next couple of years? I think what you would probably do is introduce his, like, main variants from the comics. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I, 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 I talked to you about this. You know, yeah. Rama yeah. It's so, I think what they could probably do is have the Warrior King, like, the Conqueror version, and Ant-Man, which I think he's going to be, like, the main villain yeah. going forward. Um, and then they could do Immortus in Loki Season 2. Yeah. And then Iron Lad and Ironheart 
to kind of set up Young Avengers. And then I don't know how they would do like Ramatut. If... Uh, Moon Knight. I that Ramatut's going to be the villain in the Fantastic Four movie. Really? Yeah. Hmm. hmm. See, either that or Moon Knight. That'd be a fun villain. That'd be. A, yeah. That'd and be, that'd be it's a fun also villain. rumored that the Fantastic Four movie is going to be taking place like in the sixties. Yeah, like a period piece, and it's going to have to. And then do there's the going to. Yeah, they're going to be stuck in the quantum realm for. Great. Now we're going to get instead of one dude brought in from the past in the modern world, it's going to be all four of them at once. All of them. We're going to have to teach all of them anti-racism. Teach all of these. No, <laughs> no. Reed Richards is based. Reed Richards voted for JFK. Um, what, 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 did, what did you guys think about? Because I'm sure Robbie's heard about the theory that we're gonna get multiple Kangs in Quantumania. Oh, that would that wouldn't surprise me. I've been saying that since the first trailer mm-hmm. came out. I feel like it only makes. I sense. think one of them's gonna be like a nice variant who's like, "Hey, um, I'll help you if you just don't let this guy loose." And then there's the "Have I killed you before?" Yeah. Version. Yeah. Like, what, what do you think? I'm sure you've delved into it at endless hours. No, not really. Um, I think there could be uh, different variants, but I think uh, in the trailer, I think there's going to be thousands of different Ant-Man variants. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like one of them literally gets Reed Richard right there on the spot. Yeah, like if you saw that, like it was like you just got spaghettied in the the trailer. M&M's in the movie? Yeah. Because like they're all in that uh, that shot specifically in the trailer, I thought was super interesting. Yeah. Because like if you just even like pause it in one frame, you can see tons of like little uh, other people like, like running, like running towards this like big like glowing ball. Yeah. In the center of like whatever they're going to. And Kang's know. not like a character like like Doctor Strange that can just like throw illusions either. So like it's got to be other people, even if it's not Scott variants. And so, like, why not make them Scott variants? You know, like, yeah. Scott could – because that way you don't have to kill off Scott because he's never – he for what we know, he hasn't properly trained his daughter or anything. Yeah. And so this way he can watch himself die so many times that it scares him into training Hope – or not Hope, uh, his daughter, Cassie, into being something. So he could be like, all right, I quit, you know, like the original, yeah. just like Hank. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, like – there's a lot that can go into it, and I'm curious more than anything. You know, like, these rumors, I'm not, like, I'm taking them all with a grain of salt, but at the same time, like, in my mind, I'm, like, creating a list of, like, if this is real, this is what's going to happen. And then, you know, same thing I did with, uh, like, Spider-Man going into that. I'm like, if this is real, here's what's going to happen in this movie, which part of it was wrong, part of it was right, you know. Other stuff you can easily predict, like Andrew saving... Zendaya. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was a gimme. Like in the trailer, I was like, "Tom's not gonna get her." <laughs> I was like, "That's not Tom. Tom's not gonna get her." But um, what are your uh, your guys' thoughts on uh, that Guardians trailer? Kind of. Oh. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be the best comic book trilogy ever. Yeah, I would agree. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, um, I think that uh, this movie is gonna make me cry more times than Wakanda Forever could ever make me cry. Yeah, I would agree uh, with that. Like, yeah. um, I'm just in shock. I want that is, this is my most anticipated Marvel project since Quantum Mania. <laughs> yeah, I think two of my most anticipated Marvel movies coming out within three months of each other. And then, yeah, and then you have the Marvels, which I don't know anything about. But. From the sounds of it, that one's actually very intriguing. Did Did you see that like plot rumor that came out earlier this week about it? 
Yeah. Yeah. It was like the Bengal is going to like cause an incursion or something. And supposedly we're going to get like Blue Marvel. Yeah. And all that. Which, if that's if that's the case, give us Blue Marvel. Yeah. So I really good. want Blue Marvel. The, there's rumors that they have already casted him. And so. Is it Timothy Oliphant? No. Good. Why would it be Timothy Oliphant? I don't know. I was just thinking of like when, when Blue it comes. Mar- <laughs> Blue Marvel's whole, whole thing is like he comes from like. You know that era of civil rights. Okay, my man, my man just. That's why I was double checking. My man out of nowhere is is like, it's like, man, I hope it's not Danny DeVito. Why? Oh, I don't want it to be Danny DeVito. Like, you was such a this is out of nowhere thing. The government told him to step down because they didn't want a black superhero to be in the spotlight. That's his whole like story arc. Yeah, I don't know. My whole thing, I I don't know. I was just saying. Timmy, Timothy Oliphant's a very sought-after actor right now for the Marvel Universe. Everyone wants uh, him in make, something. Make him an old Reed Richards. Make him, <laughs> make him Doom. <laughs> I'm, I, I just want to see like more crazy Marvel stuff because I've been really enjoying how like, like how unhinged Multiverse of Madness was at points. Yeah, uh, I like the crazy stuff, and Quantumania has the chances to be that, especially like Loki. Like the episode of Loki where we got like 17 billion different Lokis <laughs> fighting each other. Yeah. That's one of my favorite scenes from that entire phase. I think that's going to be like similar to like how they do like the, all the Ant-Man mm-hmm. and Quantumania. Like probably. I can't wait till we get Alligator Ant-Man. Yeah, let me. <laughs> he comes from a whole universe where everyone's just alligators. Ant, there's an Ant-Man Ant-Man. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all um. Oh, I. We got a lot going this way. I think that they fumbled the bag with how they're about to do Modoc, though. Um, oh yeah. Oh, that he's like a yellow jacket from like where he's like. Yeah, like they could. Which I know technically he got sent to the quantum realm, yeah. but don't make him Modoc. That's one of the only villains that, like, if they just killed him off forever, it'd be like okay. Yeah, like yeah. he wasn't a bad villain, but like he served his purpose. Yeah. yeah. But I'm back here now, I'm a I I think that because yeah. like if you have seen his like design at all, because like. Uh, they haven't like officially showed it, but uh, they I think they just released like Funko Pops. That yeah, because he's got like a like a robotic mask, and it, I think at one point they're gonna like pop that off in the movie. It's like oh, it's Yellow Jacket. It's gonna, he's gonna look like really screwed up. And yeah, it'll be really funny. I hope but, this is like a, a Mandarin situation where it's like this is yeah. Modok, but then it just stops, and we're like, okay, cool. I don't like that guy anyways. Let Danny DeVito play Modok. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. That would, that would no, be great. Make, oh, no, no. Danny DeVito should play Mole Man in the Fantastic yeah, Four. Yeah, you're, you're not wrong there. You're right. I, I, I would say Pat, I would say Patton Oswalt because he did great in the Modoc series, but I'm already excited for him as Pip. So, yeah. Speaking I, I of which, I couldn't care less. Speaking of which, I will die on this hill. I I enjoyed Eternals for the most part. As, like, a connected-to-everything Marvel movie, it wasn't good. But, like, it was a fine standalone character. Like, it was a character study, and it was fine. I thought it was insanely boring. Yeah. Yeah. That's, like, the only... You guys just don't like... You guys just don't like artsy films, okay? (laughs) I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. But if a movie makes me bored, especially a Marvel movie... And I'm all about that Marvel schlock, okay? Yeah. I actually enjoyed Ant-Man 2 when I first saw it, and that's bad because that movie is not that good. It's not it's that fine. good. It's arguably worse. It's, people would it's, argue it's worse than Terminus. It's like an, it's, it's the MCU equivalent of a filler episode. Yeah, like, so yeah, but yeah, so yeah, that's very, very true. Eternals, let's boil it down. We got to watch some characters, some of which I liked, some of which I really didn't like. 
Um, I saw people bone on screen. That would just throw me off. Yeah. Uh, off, <laughs> off the rock. I was sitting there watching this with my with my little my younger sister. She's in middle school. She's like, I didn't expect to see this. I still think that that's hilarious. Like that's still so funny to me. I was just like, what? I was like, no, please. But China there, there banned. China like made them re-edit the movie because there was not only a sex scene, but had its first Marvel had its first gay couple in the same film also. Yeah. First sex scene based ever on Marvel. camera. And like <laughs> based on Marvel. <laughs> Look, saying, uh, you know you, you know you know the scary you know the like the like the fake villain of the movie where it's like the blue guy? Yeah. He's crow. like the alien the yeah. Yeah, he so he made this you mean face. Pennywise? The the best part of that movie was his face because his face permanently was just like all mo- like this whole like the whole end sequence. And I would keep looking over at my siblings who I went to see it with, and they'd just be looking at me like. <laughs> and I was just like, stop! And it's like the it's like the silent part of the movie. You know, Icarus goes and kills himself, and then I just look over and I see. It's like <laughs> he ruined the movie for me. I still I still I watched Eternals like two months ago for the first time. And I still cannot remember what that what that dude's name was. I didn't even know they gave him a name. But like the character was great, like like acting wise, like voice acting yeah, wise. Like it was great. Because it, um, it was Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, that was him. And uh, like the voice was great. Like his whole like w- like the reason why he was doing what he was doing was great is because he not only he's just like the other. He's like I also realized that you know we're little oh, chess really pieces. Good. And he's like, but I don't want to be like that anymore. Actually. And then he kills Gilgamesh. Yeah. His so you guys, is, so you guys, Crow. His name yeah. is K R O. The fact that you know that Crow. makes you sad. No, <laughs> I'm impressed that you know because I could not have cared less. Well, I just saw a Funko name. Pop of him not long Funko ago. Funko Pop? Yeah, I said that Funko Pop. You said it really. You said it really. You enunciated the weird, hey, the weirdest hey, point. Hey, 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 Funko. Hey, it's besides the point. Okay. Well, well. Anyway, <laughs> another part of the movie I liked when uh, I forget his name, the swarmy little skinny guy, who who's in love with the the fast running girl. Uh, Barry oh. Keegan. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Tell me his name now, guys. It's uh. It starts with a D. Druid. Yeah. Druid. See, Druid. It took it took that long. Druid. But, but he he annoyed me so bad the whole movie. Then he went and he slapped that little girl at the side of the head. He immediately became my favorite character in the whole movie. Yeah. I thought uh, he, he was, he was no, probably my favorite. The, my favorite character is Kamal Nanjiani. Uh, I could, I'm gonna be honest. I don't remember his name. It was Kingo. something. Kingo. Yeah. He's the one that you should remember because he's yeah. shown up in other no, stuff. No, but now. he's yeah. he's cool. He was awesome. I loved him. And then he just like got up and left for the final battle. He's so like, all right, unbased. I can't do this. Yeah, he goes, like, I can't choose a side. I love you guys, and I'm just, just leaves. Not, I'm just not gonna do this. Kumail got that back and dipped. <laughs> <laughs> like, Shut up at the very end. Like, come on, you're a real kid now. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I will say though. That Blade post credit scene, I, I, is that like a Midnight Sun setup, with like Black it's a Knight Black Knight setup. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> Nerd. crap. But yeah, it's gonna set up the Midnight Suns yeah. supposedly. Um, well, actually, I sent it to our group chat. That whole leak of what supposedly is going to be the rundown, all the way until like twenty twenty seven. Yeah. And uh, there's gonna be like three oh. different projects that lead up to Midnight Suns after Werewolf by Night. Because there's going to be a man thing, obviously the Blade movie, uh, Black Knight one, and then apparently there's going to be a Black Knight and Blade team up. I don't know. There's also like a Dracula one. That's what it is. That's probably when Black Knight and Blade will team up because they're thinking about doing, um, oh, what's his butt for the Blade film? Uh, 
I forgot his name, but he was the villain of the second one. I don't know, bro. I don't know. I haven't seen that. Man, you guys are crazy. But uh, I forgot his name. But it, the, supposedly they're doing the villain that they did for the second Blade film with Wesley Snipes is going to be the villain of the MC Blade. Don't worry, guys. Um, Blade's confirmed to be rated R, right? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah, I, th- I don't know if it's Blade that's like 100% confirmed, but I know Deadpool is. Deadpool is. Yeah, I knew Deadpool was. Blade has to be. Yeah. Because you can't do a PG-13 Blade. Says, Especially with like Mahershal Ali. Um, it says, Jared Nomack is the main antagonist of the 2002 superhero hero horror film Blade 2. Who's Jared Nomack, So I must fellas? be thinking of the wrong character. I could have sworn he had like some like big name or whatever. I could be wrong. Uh, I don't know. I the last one I watched was Trinity, which is a big mistake, anyways. Was it was it Ryan Reynolds in Trinity? Yeah. Yeah. I hope there's a Deadpool joke. Yeah. Whenever Blades in the M- yeah, supposedly that's he's, who. He's also known as a brother by somebody else, but his name is just his alias is Nomak. Believe it or not. So. Nomak uh, sounds familiar. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Well, I guess in the last name standpoint. I might just be thinking of Nomad. Mayhaps. Yeah. <laughs> no cap. Sorry. Nova, my most anticipated oh, Marvel yeah. dude. If, yes, you know what. Supposedly he's getting his own special presentation thing for that. I, dude. I would I will freak out in the theater if he's at the end of Guardians 3. Dude. Oh, oh my. speaking of Guardians 3, uh Adam Warlock looks really good. Yeah. yeah. Like I was worried because I knew they were going to give him gold skin just like uh I forgot the name of the people but the gold Sovereign. skin. Yeah. Yeah. I knew they were going to give him gold skin, and I thought it was going to be very, like, tacky, given he's going to have superpowers on top of it. But, like, no, it looks good. Like, it looks well done, and I'm curious to see if, like, that's how he's going to look forever or not. Because I, I the thing I wonder from the show or from from the movie is what's that stone that's in the center of his head now? Yeah, I don't know. Watch like, it be the mind stone. In the, no, all the stones are gone. Yeah, no, I know. I was just yeah. making a meme. But, like, in the comics, it is the Stole Stone, which is, like, how he gets all his powers and stuff. So yeah. I am also very curious to see, like... Maybe it'll be, like, a... <laughs> ah, who knows? Maybe got it'll be, like, a thing. Stone through the incursion. We got it from another multiverse. He got it from... multiversal <laughs> He got it from that guy from Indiana Jones in Loki Season 2. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited about Loki Season 2. Oh, did you see that um that like uh casting that came out earlier? There's a bunch there's a bunch of people that were talking about like Loki season two like plot earlier this week. Oh yeah. Uh, I I know what you're talking about. I, I didn't look too much into it, but uh, it was like uh the villain the actual villain of the show is gonna be like an older version of uh, Sylvie. And it's not like actually gonna be Kang. Which That'd I be cool. I mean yeah. kinda cool. Yeah. Well also that would kinda make sense too, like um you know, given she killed that's true. She killed uh he who remains. Yeah. He who remains. And who knows like that whole thing where like Loki like realizes everyone forgot him. Mm-hmm. That could have even been like its own little time jump at the same time, you know, like it because it caused such a big rift and everything. Like that could have been like its own little time jump slash thingy and it could be an old Sylvie whose crown does not have a broken horn or whatever you want to call it. I don't know what it's called. She could, she could be played by like a really, really pretty woman. <laughs> huh? No, I think the original was pretty, but like if it's an older version, odds are they'll just recast her. Really, really pretty woman though. Classic Gavin, objectified woman. 
No. Gavin is canceled. Robbie runs shut in. I objectify men. Yeah, baby! <laughs> uh... No, but, like, dude, there's so much that can be done. Like, it's not even funny. Like, there is a – oh, what project was it? There was a rumor that Sentry was being casted for things. It was, he was, was, was going to be the villain for Like a water – That's what Sentry, it was. Yeah. Which um, uh, I don't – I would rather they give Sentry a special presentation. No, because hear me out. Someone ah. someone did a TikTok. Hear me out before you make up your mind. Other, okay. I will, uh, I will respect your opinion after okay. I tell you this and let you stew on it. Okay. Fair? Okay. okay, so the thing, the TikTok I saw, the guy was talking about it, and he goes, in the comics, Sentry never started as the strongest, you know? So this would be like a very lackluster, very watered-down version of him, and post-movie, like, you know, they kind of put him in a spaceship and send him going or whatever, whatever they do to him. And then that's when he, like, slowly becomes stronger as it goes because it's going to lead to the whole, uh, oh, what's it called? The his opposite. That's the the void. The void yes, yeah. it's gonna lead to that at some point, which would be crazy. Cause imagine we're going into post Kang stuff, going into like this whole. It's pretty obvious after the mutants show up, we're gonna go into a Galactus thing eventually. I think it'll be Doom and then Galactus, cause I think. Well, Galactus, yeah. Once Galactus is like the the main guy, I think the MCU is just gonna be done at that point. Yeah. Cause they're gonna be rebooting it once already at the end of Secret Wars. Yeah. But, so like, picture post. Post uh post Kang, post Doom, like right before Galactus, big thing with the void happens. Like we go so long without seeing Sentry after we see him like at almost full power ability or whatever, and then the next time you see him is he's fighting the void. And they kill each other essentially, because that's how it's bound to happen eventually. And then that's what brings into a Galact- Galactus. And then if we get a special presentation, they're gonna have a whole bunch of nonsense given into oh we only get 45 minutes how are we gonna make this dude cool i don't know no 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 i think i think i i I still disagree because i i respect that no i really enjoyed the uh century comic runs uh specific i forget who the author was but yeah that guy shut up um (laughs) But I think how they would work a Sentry special is they would basically give the backstory for Sentry. I I don't know, make him like a hero in the 1800s, 1900s, some, something like that, some crap. Uh, do Quantum Realm stuff with him okay. at the end of it. I can see that. Just make him go to the Quantum Realm for however long. And then, like you said, you can bring him back like in some... like really future project for them. Like, hey, we just found this guy just chilling in the quantum realm. <laughs> you know, this dude in a cave. He was just sitting. We don't know what he's doing. He was meditating. My man, he's, he's a I don't know. I've, that's not a bad idea. I just think that, like, I, this is the easiest way to, like, see him get beat, and then he, like, you know, runs off to lick his wounds, I, and that's why we don't see him for a while. I, I feel like it would be a disservice to Sentry if he got his booty beaten by David Harbour. <laughs> Well, okay, so, well, then how come we just don't let Sebastian Stan do it? <laughs> so I, how I think they're going to do Sentry in the movie, because I, I still am not like 100% convinced it's going to be Sentry. I think it should um, be Hyperion. I, I really want them to have this squad of Supreme. I agree. But I think that it, they should like have some huge threat that seems impossible, but then it's like, oh, that's not that bad. Stop. What were you saying, Robbie? I'm sorry to interrupt. Sentry's like, uh, so Ooh, meet my friend. How I, how I think that they'll probably would do Sentry if 
he was actually in Thunderbolts, because I don't think he is, but if he was, they would send the Thunderbolts on, because, like, the Avengers don't exist in the MCU anymore, right? Like, they're not... They've disbanded, yeah. They've disbanded, yeah. Or whatever they call it. Um, And the U.S. government is probably going to see the Thunderbolts as, like, the new Avengers. (laughs) And, yeah. (laughs) Like, hey, didn't that guy, like, kill a bunch of people? Hey, that's the guy who decapitated a dude with... Are these guys war criminals? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Hey, that's the guy that decapitated my brother with a shield! Yeah, and like they'll, they'll like send these guys to some lab, and that's where like a, they're probably gonna like they're like working on like a like century or something like that. Yeah, they're still doing a lot of stuff with like super soldier serum, and yes. that's probably gonna be experimenting with that. Pipes. Yeah, I don't know. Got a vibe. Probably like, that was really smart. I like yeah. that. See, that's what I was trying to say, but I get excited when I talk. It's okay. <laughs> I, I love you. But, um, oh, man, dude. We could we could sit here and stew all day about this. But, um, I guess now we got you guys got you two who we were talking about conflictions earlier. You got to choose one. What are you most excited about in the near future? Near future? Yeah, like I'm talking, don't tell me a project that we what won't see until – we're 40. What's like, what's like the most anticipated? Like stuff they've project? already announced. Phase 5 slash what we know of Phase 6. I feel like that's close enough. 2026 um, is the cutoff. For me, for me, it's a hard split between Guardians. Because my thing is, it's like, I know, let's be honest, we know Guardians 3 is going to be a masterpiece. Yeah. yeah. So I can't, so I'm like really excited for it, but it's like, it, I, I think it's, I think Ben yeah. said it. What's that? Good. <laughs> no. Um. So like, and I think it was Ben who said it. Ben's like, we knew he's like, we knew God of God of War Ragnarok was gonna be a masterpiece. So Elden Ring is the more impressive game because we didn't know. Um, oh, he's gonna start drama on on Twitch. No, um, you but, watch but your man. He's like, but Elden Ring's more impressive because we didn't know if that was gonna be great or not. Yeah. So that's where I'm at because after Ant Man two, I we don't know if Ant Man Quantumania is gonna be great. So I'm a little more excited for Quantumania to see if that like picks up the pace and like gives Kang some like does his character justice. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So I so I'd say I'm probably more excited just by a hair for Quantumania than yeah. I am Guardians three. Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm picking up what you're throwing down. Yeah, I, I would have to agree. I think um Ant Man is my most anticipated just because it's gonna like even Kevin Feige his himself is like every time he's like talked about it at like um like some comic event, like people in the crowd have been saying like Oh, he just seemed like super excited for this oh, yeah. movie. Well, this is gonna be a big deal, you know. Like this yeah. is gonna be a big deal to us. Yeah, this is like the starting of a new phase, starting of a whole new yeah. stuff. Yeah, um, I would agree if Fantastic Four didn't exist. Yeah. But... See, that's that's how. See, okay. My most anticipated project up until October was Werewolf by Night. Mm-hmm. Given I love that character so much, even though they announced it like three weeks before it came out <laughs> well it was it was rumored that it was uh, yeah they, it was rumored they, yeah. that it was just going to be called the marvel halloween special yeah and that he was in it it was never confirmed that it was called werewolf by night or anything but like that was my most anticipated given i was like he's gonna show up that counts and uh so that happened i loved it but i honestly think that like it's got to be either ant-man or fantastic four but also i'm super excited for blade like, um, 
if it's not obvious to everyone in the world right now, um, I'm a huge horror guy. And so you combine it with superheroes, and, like, that's a beautiful, sweet spot. You know, just waiting for the day that it happens with Star Wars. So, like, I'd have to say Blade or Fantastic Four because they're, like, my favorite superhero team. Yes. I'm a fan of any team that's really close friends with Spider-Man anyway, so. I'm definitely more excited for Blade now after uh, seeing them, like, just completely rework the script. I'm glad that they admitted to their faults with it, too, because, like, I feel like had, like, Thor the Dark World or, like, other MCU projects that weren't terrible but, like, had very lackluster performances, if they would just, like, before they even finish it, just admit, like, we need to redo this and yeah. push this back. Like, I'm fine with that. Like, when they push back the uh, – when they push back Secret Wars to a year rather than just a few months after King Dynasty, I wasn't mad. I would rather do that because we already had to do it for Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. And so, like, let it happen. Shigeru Miyamoto always said a rushed game is never good but a delayed game will be good eventually. I love your... You're so smart. You're such a little philosopher over here. It's our little philosopher. I stole that from Mario. I will, I will say, so if we're talking non-MCU projects that I'm most excited for, then there is there is one project that is nothing will ever be able to top how hype I am for it, which is uh, Across the Spider-Verse. Okay. Yeah, um, I feel like that takes the cake for mine, too. Oh, over any If we were talking, like, overall, like, MCU projects, Blade and uh, Fantastic Four, but, like, across and beyond the Spider-Verse, like, apparently they have, like, crazy things they're doing with it. Yeah, especially if uh, some of the rumors are true and PS4 Spider-Man shows up. Dude, I will yeah. cry in the theater. See, like, oh, emissary of hell. I, oh, I'm so I want, yeah. I want old school Jack. He's a fake fan. He's he's confirmed. He's he's gonna be in uh, Cross the Spider Verse. Yeah, he's confirmed. Yeah. Oh, is he confirmed? Yeah. Well, uh, jump that up. I was already excited for it. Uh, times that by a hundred if it's yeah. confirmed. Um, All right, let's go. There's also been talks about like Sony turning him into like his own project, whether it's live action or not. Like, obviously, it wouldn't be the same, but like. A new actor and stuff like it's it's been talked about and like that makes me curious i think it'd be cool if they did it like if they treated it like it was an anime even if it was live action mm-hmm. and like let us choose between sub or dub for it yeah. and like that'd be that'd be so cool mm-hmm. oh that'd be so cool but uh no i'm super excited for that because like apparently they have crazy ideas for beyond the spider-verse even yeah and i think that's where we're gonna get like that's where our live action Miles is going to come from, I yeah. think. I think because that that that's a theory that a lot of people have had for a while, and I have had too. Like after Beyond, because it's like Beyond the Spider Verse, yeah. like he goes into live action, so like they don't have to do any of like the setup for him. Oh yeah, in live action because they've yeah. already had three movies of Miles like becoming his own Spider Man. I mean, like I've said it plenty of times. I think the coolest possible outcome would be if. In Secret Wars, we get a cut, like, incursions are happening, all this stuff. We cut to the Spider-Verse universe, fully animated, everything is all that, and then we see, like, probably my- just Miles, or maybe just Miles and Gwen uh, go into uh, our main Marvel universe, and that's how we get our Gwen and our Miles. See, that I love that. The only thing that, like, that draws questions for, for me, is, like, are you wanting them to come in animated? No. No. Like, okay. No, so, I'm saying we cut to them animated. No, I mean like they, when they come in though, like are you wanting them to like turn live action no, as they cross over? I also think it would be 
I, this is never going to happen. Like a Space Jam style? <laughs> it, will, it will never happen. But I feel like uh, they get their own plot line in Secret Wars, and we get to see different characters over in the animated spider Oh, what if we universe. got, like, an animated Kang? Yeah. That'd be sick. Yeah. Um, no, like, I think that's great. Like, my only thing is, like, I'm even fine if, like, we get Miles and Spider-Gwen in the MCU. Even if we just get Miles. Yeah. Hey, I'd like, be happy with just Miles. I'd prefer just Miles, but, like, if it was him and Gwen, I'd be cool with it, too, because, like, Spider-Gwen's a cool character. Yeah. My only thing is, like, they have to, like, approach it perfectly for who they cast because you can't – Haley Steinfeld can't play both. Just, like, if they ever do a Spider-Man 2099 project – Unless it's in only the Sony universe, Oscar Isaac can't play that and Moon Knight. Yeah. And so I think that I saw a tweet and it was, um, oh. Mark, why are we Spider Man? <laughs> Mark, are we Spider Man? <laughs> no. Uh, oh, what's her name? She was in House of the Dragon. She played uh, young Rhaenyra. I know who you're talking yeah. about. She yeah. would be an awesome live action Spider Gwen. Like her face I, even looks like the animation was I just based feel off like, her. Like, uh, it would clash with if we're bringing Miles in. If we brought Gwen in from like a live action universe, that would that'd be kind of weird. No, I get that. Um, I think Shamik Moore could even continue to play Miles. Oh, I agree. Oh yeah. Because like by the time this happens, if this is how it goes, Tom Holland will be old enough. To where all they need is at least a three-year age gap between Peter and Miles for it to work. It has never worked if they're the same age. But if that is when it happens, that's the perfect timing to do it. And then we can finally get like – or uh, even if it's for just a brief moment too because technically Miles exists in the MCU. He's just not Spider-Man you know? because we had Donald Glover play Aaron and – I want to see that again, too. So if we were to pull Miles from a different universe, we wouldn't see Donald as Prowler. And I think that that should be end goal for Spider-Man. Miles and Donald, that's all I need. And then where they go from there, they can they could make up stories if, for all I care. Yeah, I definitely don't think the MCU could continue after like Galactus. No, exactly. And so like, like we'd have to like squeeze in as much of these small stories as we can during the whole Galactus era of the MCU. Cuz like the only other thing they could do is like jump into like um the alternate scenarios where like like zombies or like stuff like that where like the I whole feel, world is just over. I feel like their Marvel like is just gonna make the comics make another massive bad guy <laughs> for well, their future yeah, run. Yeah. Well, who knows what's gonna happen in comics too, though? Like, yeah. Ironheart's not that like not that old of a character. Yeah, she's, yeah. Only, she's only been around since like twenty sixteen. Yeah, and like Miles, same thing. Like he hasn't been around that long. Twenty third, twenty fourteen, something like that. that right. I don't know, but who knows what's gonna happen? You know, like once we hit like. If Galactus were to happen, we'll probably be in our at least mid-30s before that ever happens, if that. Probably later than that if they do Doom before Galactus. And so, like, who knows what kind of comics they're going to make before then. They may have they may have a giant character that looks like Kratos but has the powers of whatever. They could do that, too. Like, yeah, they no. could do stuff like that, too. Or they could... Or, like, they could keep it connected, but make the story smaller because like 
post Galactus, we don't need an MCU, but if they want to keep making money, then they just don't have to make more Avengers films, you know, like, or, I mean, there's been like eight versions of Civil War also. I mean, so, so, that was Wars. exaggerated. There's a, secret, a second Secret Wars? There's a, yeah, there's... There was, there was the one in the 80s where and then there's it was the like one the that, that, Then there's the one that brought Miles Morales Hear me to out. continuity. They there should was, do the, the X-Men a, versus Avengers storyline too. There was a Marvel DC crossover back in the 90s. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now that James Gunn's the head of DC... I, I mean, yeah. in like 20 years, they could totally pull that off. James Gunn and Feige have already been like, eh? I mean, Batman was Batman is canon in the MCU after the holiday special. Yeah. Yeah. So is Superman. That was in Eternals, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh man, there's so much they could do, yeah. but um, just yeah. Don't, just don't put Batfleck in the MCU. Well, I think Batfleck's already done after yeah. Aquaman and I, Flash. Anyways, I will personally hire an assassin to kill Ben Affleck, so I never have to <laughs> see that. So I never have to see that character on screen again. I th- I think Robert Pattinson has so much potential, dude. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Dude, oh, yeah. could you imagine, like, an older, like, you know, it would probably be, like, five or six years, like, older, like, knowledgeable Pattinson Batman. The, the Batman was my favorite comic book movie this year. Like, it, it was, was very good. It was, like, better. It was, like, just a step above. Like, oh, yeah. Thing yes, I totally. It was different. It was nice. It, it was like a, a noir movie and like three hours of Batman. Batman. Batman was great. Like that's why I love like Batman: The Long Halloween, is because it's a Batman detective story more than it is just Batman being Batman. Batman being a detective is like already is one of the, my favorite things about like the comic. Problems. That's where you find the best versions of Batman, the like, best stories. I mean, like, DC is literally detective comics. Yeah, like, that's where he comes from. It is like at the core of his character. We don't need to see him doing crazy stuff all the time. Just, you know, him tracking down the Riddler, taking out, like, ten guys at once. The Riddler? The Riddler. What, what movie was it uh, that had that shot of Batman holding, like, a assault rifle in the DCU? Uh, Batman and Superman? Yeah. yeah. Well, that and Snyder Cut, both. Yeah. <laughs> both of which are Apocalypse Batman holding an AR. He's just like, Batman should never be holding a gun. Exactly. I, like, I see that image, like, out of context, and I'm like, that's not, that's not Batman. That, yeah. That's Zack Snyder's poked-up fan version of Batman. Yeah. Like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if Batman hold, hold a gun? <laughs> what if he killed people, but instead of shooting them, there were explosions? So he didn't directly kill them. That's this, a quote from him, This is a really way. good idea in front of you. You should actually go up and show Snyder this, and you might... If I met Snyder in person, it would not be in a... It would be a brawl. Would, you wouldn't be nice to him? Wow. I don't think he was that bad. I... If anything, the Joss Whedon version of Justice League proves why he was better. I liked the Snyder Cut better. I, I just don't... I just think that uh, he, had he doesn't understand ideas. the characters of Batman or Superman at all and shouldn't be in charge of those characters ever. Yeah. I don't know. Like Something. That, you just love that Jesus analogy with Superman. Yeah, that's that's one that's thing I really didn't like. Problem, like Superman is supposed to be just a nice little farm boy. Like that's his thing. That's that like is... that's his weakness is humanity. It's not kryptonite. He's not his his character is not he's an alien from a world. It's that he's a dude, just like a regular dude who just happens to have superpowers. Yeah. He didn't like, know that he was an alien. Exactly. No. But... Um which when Supergirl comes along, it makes it interesting because she's like, yo, we're aliens, bro. You know? Oh. Ir- For real? <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> Wicca Wicca. 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 Um, nah, man, but I think it's crazy this all came from Black Panther talk. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Big things happening, man. Uh, thank you guys again for being on the podcast. Uh, I think it was really fun. I had a really good time. I did, did, did as well. It was a good uh, goodbye to shut-ins for a little bit while we go off on our break and whatnot after this dreary semester. Um, it's been rough. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's been my first semester, and it was, it was a rough one. Yeah, this is a good way to shut down, stop shut thinking down about stressful stuff. Yeah, I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, I guess he's never invited back. <laughs> um, yeah, I had a really good time, guys. Uh, wrapping it up. Any other things you want to say re- regarding Black Panther or whatever we talked about? I really hope Rocket and Drax don't die in Guardians. No. <sighs> if Rocket dies, you'll see me. I might have to leave to go grab tissues. I'm gonna make clear. Um, if Rocket dies, okay, I'll be sad. If Drax dies... I won't be as sad. No, this is Dave Bautista's <laughs> last movie is Drax. Yeah. Yeah. It is? We know that yeah. for sure? Like, yeah. the Guardians are going to keep it. Okay. Just, I'm no, the only this is the last, like, full Guardians. Uh, I'm very sad, then. I think, like, Already. after Guardians, they're probably just going to go their separate ways for the most part. Yeah. Like, I mean, this team's still going to exist. It's just going to be, like, different people. Yeah. Because Adam Warlock is going to... We're going to get Nova and the Guardians. I'll I think that's that would be a sick post-credit scene. Nova and Adam Warlock both being Guardians at the end of the night. Who do you think should play Nova? Final question. Uh, Drake Bell. John Boyega. That was a joke. I'm kidding. I like John Boyega. Drake I used to think one. that the uh, the fan cast of Dylan O'Brien as a Nova was really good. Yeah. But like now I feel like they've waited too long. Mm-hmm. And like I think he would be great in either the MCU or DC in general. Old like, man. Dylan O'Brien would make a great Nightwing. Like yeah. I think so. But um, I really like John Boyega. That's a good choice there. That is a very good Especially choice. Especially after he was wasted in the Star Wars trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. He's, they fly now. It makes me sad that he hates Star Wars now just because, like, really originally, like, uh, what's his name? Who's writing the new Star Wars film that's, like, next but it's not connected at all? I, mean, I forgot they, who it was. They announced, like, five different Star Wars movies that yeah. have, like, because, like, Patty Jenkins had one that I don't think is getting off the ground now. Yeah. Um, Kevin Feige supposedly had one, and Taika Waititi didn't. Did Why didn't Kevin Feige and um, Dave Filoni just write the Star Wars films? They've done everything else beautifully, you know? Why didn't they just take over? Because whoever it was that was writing the next Star Wars film was like, yeah, this is going to have Finn, but it's not going to be connected to anything else. It, the Finn is the only thing that is from the original, from those three films, and I want his Jedi journey scene because we got robbed. And I was like, I agree, but don't make that its own movie. Yeah. Make that a special. Do it like a Disney Plus show. Have Finn show up in Ahsoka. I don't care. Or not Ahsoka, but uh, whatever, happen- whatever happens post whatever those that trilogy was. Which nothing's happened yet, but have him show up in one of those and be like, "Hey, I'm a I'm a Jedi now," and give him like an orange lightsaber, something we haven't seen in live action yet. <laughs> Yo, I'm a I'm a Jedi. Um, I I love seeing clips like uh, of him. I love seeing clips of him in the interviews where he's clearly so upset about how the sequels trilogy was done. Like seeing him talk about like the they fly now scene is so funny. 
He's like, dude, they've been they had they've had him since the Clone Wars. He's so mad about it. It's so yeah. I love that makes him. me mad too because he's a fan of Star Wars also. Yeah. And he knew he was stuck in a bad and his situation. Character, he had a really cool character. Finn would have been cool great. Concept, like yeah. stormtrooper who abandoned being a stormtrooper, and then sick. finds out he's a Jedi. That's what? awesome. Because like I'm not gonna lie, I don't dislike Rey by any means, but I was so sad when I found out that she was the Jedi. Like Rey's a cool character, but she would have been cool as like a scoundrel. There's no reason. <laughs> the thing is, yeah. there's no reason they couldn't have both been Jedi. Is the thing. Well, they were. Well, they, they just the, they wanted to allude to it so they could yeah. keep making movies, but yeah. they didn't realize that Rise of Skywalker was going to perform terribly because somehow Palpatine has returned. Somehow, I think making Rey a Palpatine was like this. That was the dumbest because yeah. even even Dave Filoni goes, "Yeah, I don't know what they were doing with that one." <laughs> He's like, "That's just dumb." <laughs> when, when did he get around? Somehow, Darth Vader. Somehow he's back. Have you seen like the concept art for Kylo Ren, where he basically has like a Vader helmet that's all like beat up and like yeah, customized? Like that's sick. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. so sad. Over, we we should uh, talk about Black well, Panther. That, now well, my fan cast was <laughs> Joe Keery, and now I feel bad. Joe Keery. Yeah. The, the, the Stranger Things guy. Yeah. That's uh, that's Steve, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was making sure I remembered right. Yeah. Because Charlie is the other one, the older brother, and I get them mixed up sometimes in my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, sorry, I, you were saying? No, yeah. There's a bunch of different people. That could, there's a bunch of different. Because I feel that like that's that's a very Nova is a very like blank slate role in terms of like looks, yeah. and you could just pull anyone you wanted. It, yeah, that. it's it's more about mm-hmm. like personality, yeah. like, kind of like Spider Man. Hear me out. New Mutants, mm-hmm. not a great film. No. But the casting, for the most part, was pretty decent. I think they should all just play their same characters if, like, whenever that time comes. Well, given situations. Like, Anya Taylor-Joy just needs to be in the MCU because she's already... She's in, like, everything right Yeah, now. she's already that actress. Like, she was in the... Like, it, like this year, she was in The Northman, and that was, like, one of my favorite movies this year. I still haven't seen it. Is it good? Oh, yeah, it's okay. really good. Because I love, I love uh, Robert Eggers. She's yeah, in the Mario she, she, she movie, the, Mario the movie. Super Mario's Wait. Mushroom Kingdom. Here we come. Wait. Yeah, she she plays Peach in the Mario movie. Who's Peach? Anya Taylor-Joy. <laughs> yeah. No, I knew that. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Robbie, we knew that. What do you think Shut-Ins got nominated for? Mario When movie. we talked about the Mario movie. <laughs> When we just sat there making fun of Chris Pratt and Anna Faris's relationship, yeah, we just got made. Then I, then I got, then I got yelled at. I, I think I might have got yelled at in that clip that we submitted. Was that the one that I? We didn't. Talk, who yelled at you? We didn't talk about Anna Faris in the clip. Oh, I, I took that part out because it, it teetered on like just disrespectful. I don't remember what we <laughs> like, said, but I said something. You guys were like, "Shut up, Zach! Shut who's up!" Chris Pratt's <laughs> greatest villain. Oh. Who, 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 Fight Chris Pratt in like a live action like <laughs> on a <laughs> That's what it was. I forget. It was Zach said something really dumb though. He that was warranted. I, I know. Said something like really he made some like an allusion to Chris Pratt's disabled child. Whoa! Whoa! Whoa. Whoa. I, I made I made some really bad yeah. pun. You guys, and Kelly was like, "Shut up, shut up." Zach. That's what it was. You made a really oh, okay, bad pun. Okay, now, I, I'm not surprised there. You probably that. deserved it. Yeah, why did you just accuse me of being ableist live? Why did I? Why is that? Wow. Like, <laughs> we know why what Brendan like... was thinking during that episode. We know what he wanted to say. Yeah, Brendan's trying to throw you under the bus for things he was thinking. 
Oh, yeah, I would totally disrespect people with disabilities. Totally don't love my sister. <laughs> my up, sister with Down syndrome or anything. God. Do we have anything else to say? I think we might have ran out. I think we're done with this podcast, yeah, especially I now. You <laughs> Sorry. You know Sorry, what? Guys. Thank you guys I for being the on the Shut Ins Unplugged today. We uh, love you. I had a lot of fun. I love you too, Zach. Thank you. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to the listeners. Oh, okay. I love you too, though. Thanks. Um, stop. I'm done. Why are you guys like this? I didn't do nothing. <laughs> Robbie, I'm so sorry. Thank you for being on, though. Yeah, it was a great time. Uh, we'll definitely have you return along with Ben and uh, yeah, any of the other hobos. It doesn't sound cool. Like it just, it's like, it sounds like literally like the noise it makes is just what it sounds like. And so, okay, stop, stop. That's it for shut ins unplugged. We'll see you next time after break. Until then, have a great break. Hope finals go well for you, and we'll see you next time. I've been Gavin, the chef cook. Zachary, Robbie, Gambit, Brendan, Brendan, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. That was funny. I I don't care what you say. You're not you're not my second favorite.